Hey there, all you lovely listeners. Let's dive into this latest release that is going to suck the life out of you in the best way possible. So listen up, because the Womanizer Next 3D Pleasure Air Stimulator, available from Pink Cherry, takes pleasure to a whole new dimension, literally. Imagine taking the speed and intensity of the original groundbreaking pleasure air technology combined with new Climax Control, so you can control even the depth of the airwaves. The 3D Pleasure Air technology offers a deeper, richer sensation that might just transport you to another universe of pleasure. The Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry, is the only toy that allows you to take complete control of your orgasm journey with fully customizable speeds, intensities, and depths. Made from soft-touch silicone, a fully waterproof body, and smart silence technology, you can enjoy pleasure anywhere, anytime. So what are you waiting for? Ditch the dull and enjoy unparalleled pleasure from the Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry. Visit PinkCherry.com and save an extra 20% off with code NEXT. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you. <laughs> Amazing. In some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. reported that in Malaysia, a man's been living in the airport for seven months. Yeah. Good news is today his connecting flight on United finally arrived. 
Yes, kick them. Kick United, <laughs> bastards. <laughs> All right, let me throw in a couple more. Fishing Just... scams are getting so good that experts are falling for them. What? Yes, so stay tuned. That's news I can use. You think you got a bass, you got a trout. No, I'm not talking about that. How about the catfishing? That's the one I want. Mm. You're so sexy. Um, a couple more of these uh, fake studies. I don't know. I would, studies ne- I would never this. fall for that. Da- David Spade. Uh, I got too, too uh, bad a self-image. Yeah, exactly. And maybe it's something wrong with me that I would never fall for that. But right. David Spade his, his told a story on Norm MacDonald of falling for this supermodel that's, that started direct messaging yeah. him. That would never happen to me. I would. My first thought would be, She's either trying to steal from me, or this is a dude, or my first thought would not be, my first through tenth thought would right. not be, this supermodel's into me. She's hot. Hot for me. Of course, David Spade is a quirky, attractive TV star. Wealth, so Wealthy. Oh, yeah. And movies, too. That's right. Yeah. Joe Dirt. Who could forget it? <laughs> um, so, anyway, uh, we were talking last hour about this absolutely fabulous scientific study of how incredibly biased and conformist the so-called social sciences are and there's some science to the social sciences but man it's there's a lot of squishy there but they and well i guess if if you were here you heard it but some more of the fake papers that they got published um and they pushed it as far as they could made them as ridiculous as they could here's another of my favorite titles an ethnography of restaurant masculinity Themes of objectification, sexual conquest, male control, and masculine toughness in a sexually objectifying restaurant. Again, that term is restaurant, like Hooters. <laughs> That's clever. And they took that paper and printed it. Um, here is. Oh, wait a minute. What is what is this called? Their point being, you can't be too absurd for these people. R- right, right. As long as you tow the party line, um. This one's a, a bit frank, folks. Rubbing one out, defining metasexual violence of objectification through non-consensual masturbation. Non-consensual <laughs> masturbation. Whatever I'm going to have to think about that for a second. I'm not not sure. I think I've always consented. For the Journal of Poetry Therapy, they got Moon Meetings and the Meaning of Sisterhood, a poetic portrayal of lived feminist spirituality. Published, and let me do one more. Oh, this is this is good. Agency as an elephant test for feminist porn. Impacts on male explicit and implicit associations about women in society by immersive pornography consumption. Um, and then they did one on typesets and how they affect um, uh, your attitudes about various things, various fonts, and how they establish male hegemony over something or other. Um and finally, masculinity and others within, a schizoethnographic approach to autoethnography. Got them all published. Um, and uh, Victor Davis Hansen, who we like, has written a bunch of books about a bunch of things. Um, um, military historian, among other things, mentions in one of his books that how it used to be in the United States, as has always been the case in the world, almost anywhere you went to college, they had some sort of military studies or military science uh, classes or major. Right. And now they're almost non-existent. Mm-hmm. And he goes through the decades how they dropped off. But it used to be every university had that because it's the really, whether you, you know, you can hate more as much as you want, but just got to accept the fact that it exists. And always so nations has, live and die. Always has and always will. 
and uh, and universities studied it, and you could major in it, and you could take a lot of classes, and they've just disappeared. There's like yeah. two universities in the entire country now that do that. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it is. And, and uh, go, go into a little more detail about when you were trying to find history classes. Oh, yeah. If so you don't I, mind. Yeah, I wanted to study World War II. I would take classes, and I thought, well, maybe I could take enough classes to get my master's, whatever. And there, there, there was no way to go about just learning about World War II or the Civil War, that sort of stuff. It was all women's role in the Civil War 101 mm-hmm. or, or, or gay people in the Revolutionary War or blacks or whatever, all these different groups, which are all, you know, their own story. Sure. But you couldn't do just regular study the, the study. World War Two. It was all grievance history. Yeah, it was all grievance history, which is pretty interesting. It pushes out the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got to be worried about this. So we all know, and we've talked about this a lot, that we're getting more calls on our cell phones, people trying to either sell stuff or rip us off, and it's supposed to explode in the next year for some reason. I guess it's all the data that we've all had hacked from us. Oh yeah, yeah. Yikes. Even technology experts are getting taken in by some of the more recent schemes. Uh, and they've got one an example here of one guy who does this sort of thing for a living who got called by, uh, he's a Wells Fargo customer. Aren't you asking to be ripped off? Allegedly. Oh, wait, what? They have lawyers. And they need them. Fraudsters can use a variety of open source and free tools to fake or spoof the number displayed as the caller ID. I think we've all picked up on that. Oh, yeah. As I got the same, have you been in a wreck lately call from Texas, Massachusetts, California, Nevada. And increasingly from your dad. Yeah, that's yeah. they're going to mention that, which gets really troubling. Often just sprinkling in a little foreknowledge of the target's personal details, like the social security number, dates of birth, addresses, and other information when they get you on the phone to show that they're legit. Wow. So they'd say, uh, uh, Mr. Getty, uh, just to confirm that we are talking to the right person, or the last four digits of your social security number, yeah, 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 yeah. 8765. And and the spoofing number that they are using is not just a random thing from out of town. It will match your, like if you work, or the the example they use, the the credit union that somebody banked with, Mm -hmm. it matched the number of the credit unions that was on the back of the card. So you you look at it, oh no, this is the number. Right. Talking to the person, they know your address, they know the card. Yeah, I'd say yikes. And by the way, this person points out that they can get that stuff, social security number, dates, date of birth, addresses, prior addresses, all of this for a nominal fee from any one of several underground sites that sell that kind of data. And kind of overground, too. I've done that. You've done what? Buy people's secret data so you could become someone else and rip them off? No, no. I've, I've found out shocking amounts of things about people. People, in one case, I needed to find somebody. Uh, this won't take a long. I'll go through it. So this um, person talked about a phone call. We have like 50 minutes. <laughs> take your time. Uh, call came in. A scam call. Uh, it turned out to be. Hello? But a call came in said. Um, Hello. Is this. Uh, we, we believe we've got some fraudulent activity on your credit card. And the number that shows up, as Sean pointed out, is the is the number you call on the back of your card. Yikes. And says Visa or whatever, or right. Wells Fargo Bank in this case. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it's got that number on there. So we've got some uh, questionable uh, charges on your on your credit card, and we just want to nail this down. I get those calls. Sure. I get that, the website, all right. that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the card in your possession right now? The caller uh, asked. Why, yes, it is. It was. 
The agent then asked... I'll act it out if you want, because I've done some acting. The agent then asked him to read the three-digit CVV code printed on the back of the card. One, two, three. After verifying the CVV, which I wouldn't do, I don't think. Depends on if he caught me when I was busy. How do you not know that? Yeah. The agent offered to expedite a replacement. First, he had to read some disclosures. Then he asked me to key in a new pin. I picked a random pin and entered it, verified it again. Then he asked me to key in my current pin. This made the uh, person pause. Wouldn't an actual representative from Wells Fargo uh, already have access to his current pin? It's just to confirm things, the caller said. I can't see what you enter. But you're the bank. You have my pin, and you can see what I enter. The caller had a quick retort for that. Only on the IVR. That's the interactive voice response system. Can they see it? Okay. Oh. Oh. I didn't know that. Oh, oh the IVR. Right. using the IVR, huh? Sorry, yeah, yeah. didn't know. Yeah. It's candy-coated. Surprised you didn't know that. <laughs> hey, if it helps, I have all your account info here. Just to confirm, the last four digits of your Social Security number are your address is. <laughs> sure enough, that was all correct. But something still seemed off at this point. Told the agent, I'll call you back by dialing the number printed on the ATM card, the same number that his phone was showing as where the call was coming from. But hung up, called back, and then the representative answered, said, there's been no such fraud. We don't know what you're talking about. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so that move there seems to be the one defense you have. Anytime that they start to ask, hey, can you verify? Can you tell me? Yeah, let me call you right back. And then you actually call the number on the card or go to their official right. website and Bingo. find their customer support number. The problem number is if you're back. lazy like me yes, mm. <laughs> and you think, I'm going to get a phone tree and have to go through like five minutes of phone tree to get a human being before I can get back into this conversation, which happens all the time. Um, boy, and soon with that whole voice thing that we've probably seen, you've probably seen it on our website, where they can listen to someone's voice, and then oh. use it. it'll be your dad calling you. Hey, Jack, from your dad's number, from my You're dad's right. number, yeah. it'll be my dad's voice saying, hey, I just need your social security number or something. Really? Why? <laughs> For some forms. <laughs> what forms? Important forms. <laughs> All right, here you go. Wow, insidious. I can't imagine my dad saying, and then he'd say, I've got it on the IVR. <laughs> what, Dad? <laughs> I don't know. They're going to get better at this. You can't, what you can't do is ever answer your phone. You just can't ever answer your phone. Done. Of course, if I only call people, they'll never answer their phone. Right? So none of us will ever talk to each other ever. Send a text. Yes, text. Then you get an email. Looks exactly like a company email. I did fall for that one time. Mm. I thought it was an eBay because it looked exactly like it. No, no, no. I logged onto an eBay account that looked exactly like eBay. Somehow it got into my browser. Wow. Oh, crazy. That was frightening. Keep your money in coffee cans. Absolutely. Buy gold. Gold from William Devane. You and your wife take turns sitting up next to the front door with a shotgun. Buy silver from Glenn Beck. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Who's this, Dave? I'm Detective John Kimball. Yeah, sure you are. I'm a cop, you idiot. I'm Detective John Kimball. Well, I'm a 
goddamn ass. How about that? Yeah. You son of a bitch. That's great, man. Call me that. You got a problem? Get over here. Otherwise, get off of the phone and quit being an idiot. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach. There you have I it. I will. Bye. There you have it. It's one of those fishing Sophisticated calls. Uh, phone scam right there. Yeah, you would have thought. Right. That's Arnold Schwarzenegger calling to uh, <laughs> do business with me. Yes. You could easily fall in for it. 95% of people would fall for that. Probably said on the phone, Hollywood. Right. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger yes. calling from Hollywood. Austria. Uh, Pew poll about Donald Trump, who's the president of the United States. And uh, if it wasn't true back when I first heard this, I certainly think it's true by now, is the most famous person who's ever lived on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. At the time they were alive. No doubt about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've heard from so many people. They've traveled various places, and people ask them about Donald Trump oh, yeah. anywhere you go in the world. Well, we got a note from a beloved listener who was traveling in the British Isles, and every TV and every pub was on the Kavanaugh hearings. Uh, Donald Trump's uh, various traits here and the Pew Research poll. Um, and you were either said, yes, this describes him, or no, it does not describe him. It's kind of interesting how it breaks down by uh, by uh, party, uh, only for a couple of them. There's only one number, as I mentioned earlier, that the Republicans dip below 50%, and that is even-tempered. <laughs> I could see that. As even only 45% of Republicans believe he's even-tempered, 10% of Democrats. Democrats give him low numbers on everything except for a majority of Democrats say he stands up for what he believes, which will get you a long way. In politics, that's the old Osama bin Laden. When, when, what did he say? When people see two forces fighting, they go with the strong horse. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I think uh, standing up for what he believes got him the White House because there's so few politicians that you look at them and think, okay, there's sincerity. You might not like what he believes, oh, but you believe yeah. that he's <laughs> he believes it and he's going to try to do it. Right. I've heard. I've heard even uh, really lefty. Um, uh, 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 pundits say he has done more of what he promised on the campaign trail than anybody they can remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By some distance. Um, but Republicans, 91% say stands up for what he believes. Democrats, 52 So majority of everybody. Then it uh, splits quite a bit. Able to get things done, almost 90% of Republicans, only 20% of Democrats. Keeps his promise, only 22% of Democrats, 85% wow. of Republicans. That's interesting. A strong leader. Uh, 80% of Republicans say yes, only 16% of Democrats. Wow. Wow. Again, That's I, amazing. I, I would say he's a strong leader. You might not like his leadership style or the things he does. I don't know how you could not say he's a strong leader. Yeah. Um, well-informed, mm. 77% of Republicans say he's well-informed, only 10% of Democrats. I don't think personally I would call him well-informed in general on a number of issues. He certainly is this trade thing. This is his thing, man. Mm-hmm. This is what he's been working on since he was young. Um, but we know from the campaign trail that a lot of issues were really new to him. Oh, did I mention to you that the uh, the head guy at the Federal Reserve or one of the head guys said, uh, this economy is too good to be true. Oh, yeah. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, shut up. Mind your own business. By the way, you could flip these numbers for, I think, uh, Probably Obama and uh, George Bush would, would be similar because people are just so partisan, uh, cares about people like me. 
you'd have the vast majority of Republicans saying Obama didn't care about them uh, in reverse here. Mm. So I'm not sure that gives you anything. The even-tempered one That is, doesn't bother me because I don't care about those people either. <laughs> the even-tempered one is kind of interesting that a, uh, a, a, a minority of Republicans even think he's even-tempered, but he's, he's not. You know why people think that? Because he's not even-tempered. Did they ask impulsive? That'd be a good one. That, Get the hell out of here! Is that different? different it's similar. Similar-ish. We yeah. mentioned how his approval rating has been more constant than anybody in modern history, any president in modern history. He's been right around just under 40%, and it's been from day one on through. Right. It hasn't moved hardly at all. And there has not been a wilder administration, more shocking headlines, more controversies, more... Real or imagined. ...enthused uh, uh, support coming back, and yet... There is approval rating sits at more or less the same number. That's wild. It's as if it's a you know it's a sound and fury signifying nothing or just it's it's all self canceling. His approval ratings have been remarkably stable during the first year and a half. Much less change than his predecessors. Um, and as I said, he's right below forty percent. But a large majority of blacks and Hispanics disapprove of the way Trump is handling his jobs. Whites are evenly split. Hmm. So when you look hmm. at those numbers, you might want to keep that in mind. What about Asians? You're racist. I didn't look at Asians. Should I? You absolutely should. Wow, listen to this. I might have that, actually. No, I got white, black, and Hispanic. I got post-grad, college grad, some college, high school, or less. Um, approval rating goes down as the education level goes up, which some people would say smarter people understand how dumb he is, although... People who tend to have a lot of education also tend to lean one direction politically. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I've, I will never, ever be anti-education or anti-learning. But, you know, to get back to our previous discussion about college campuses, there's a hell of a lot of, quote-unquote, knowledge that's being disseminated that I think is utterly perverse and is uh, it's the opposite of uh, enlightening. Well, I mentioned this the other day, but I'll say it again in case you didn't hear it, because I thought it was interesting. The number of times that uh, Ms. Ford's testimony has been, uh, it's been pointed out that she's got a very high academic degree Mm -hmm. as proof of something. The rest of the world, I don't think, looks at it that way. People in academia believe that the higher your degree, the more believable, stable, everything you are. I'm not sure the rest of the country thinks that. I don't think the average I-didn't-go-to-college guy thinks people with a lot of education are more normal. In fact, I know they don't think that. I get you. Uh, What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Lindsey Graham getting salty about the Kavanaugh nomination and California bishops sued over sexual abuse. Mm, Good. Justice. Somebody needs to end up in jail. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So who put these odds out, Sean? This is from Bovada. And what, are, what is this? Who like is that? Or what is it? A gambling website. Some sort of offshore money laundering front, but they do a lot of gambling. I've, uh, I've had an account with them. Oh, have you? Okay. Yeah. Best odds for Republican nominee, nominee in 2020, Donald Trump, one, one in three. 
one, two, three, one, uh, one, one slash to, three. Yeah, one to three. You have to bet three to win one, essentially. But does that mean it's most more likely than not? It's very likely. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. Followed by I Mike mean, Pence. one to one would be your perfect. It's a t- coin flip. Okay. And then on the D side, Kamala Harris is uh, at the top, nine to two. Followed by Joe Biden at six to one. Which Joe Biden. Being in the news over the weekend, stating that, yeah, he's thinking about it. Really interesting. He's the right politics for the the moment we're in as a working class, you know, union, blah, blah, blah guy. But he's just too old. Oh, yeah. He's, he's too old, and he's run before, and he just doesn't get support. Yeah. And he's got, you know, probably a tr- too troubling a, a Me Too vibe about him. He's just too old. Period. His, his time was his last election. Or earlier. This is a big Possible. Well, I think the, the momentum of <laughs> right. being Obama's yeah, vice right. president yeah. for two years, like just sure. kind of try to ride that wave. I thought the time was last yeah. year, or last election. News now with Marshall Phillips. Well, Wednesday at the Atlantic Festival in Washington, D.C., Senator Lindsey Graham was commenting on President Trump mocking the testimony of Christine Blasey Ford against Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. As uh, comments from Trump happened last night during a rally in Mississippi, Lindsey had this to say. I don't like what the president said last night. I'm the first person to say, I want to hear from Dr. Ford. I thought she was handled respectfully. I thought Kavanaugh was treated like crap. Yeah, well, boo yourself. Here's... Who, who did he, wow. <laughs> who did he say that in front of? Heavens to Betsy. The Atlantic Festival, Atlantic Magazine. They uh, they run a uh, uh, symposium every uh, every year in uh, DC. Boo yourself. That was yes. the same place that Flake was was speaking at with right. the, when he was making those other. Gotcha. Comments. Right. Meanwhile, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says the ongoing debate over Kavanaugh has reached a fever pitch. A literal mudslide, mudslide, a wild. Uncorroborated accusations has literally poured out each more outlandish than the last. The kind of calling is a disgraceful <laughs> spectacle. Follow-up question, Mr. McConnell. Yes. You as a turtle, where do you get your suits? <laughs> is that tailored off the rack? So, uh, um, who's the other guy? Schumer. Yeah. He's out saying that if the Democrats take back the Senate, he may uh, ch- change it back to you need 60 votes to get somebody yeah. on the Supreme Court. Yeah. Survivors of China. Not if you have a Democrat in the White House, you won't. Not a chance. Not a chance. Nope. Survivors of child sexual abuse are suing California's bishops for allegedly covering up these sexual assaults. The lawsuits were announced yesterday. They're aimed at uh, clergy from several archdioceses, including San Francisco and Los Angeles, and dioceses in San Jose, Sacramento, San Diego, San Bernardino, and Orange County, among others. The attorneys say the purpose of the lawsuit is to identify and force all the bishops in the state to come clean with the secrets that they know. The attorneys adding Catholic bishops have a playbook they use to move, transfer, hide, conceal, and not only the identities of the offenders, but their histories and the documents that reflect their crimes over the years. Well, I would say that's beyond a doubt. You know, whether the named individuals are guilty, all that, it remains to be seen. But, yeah, that's clearly true. God, the gay component to this whole thing is interesting, too. Oh, yeah. And it and it gets in the way of, I think, rooting out the problems here. Because a lot of people don't want to get into, uh, you know, anything that c- comes within 100 miles of it makes it look like all gay people are pedophiles, which only a, a nut job believes that. Right. 
But there is that culture as... Um, who is our friend? That Milo Yiannopoulos. Milo right. told us about of, of, you know, young men learning the ropes from older guys. I could absolutely believe that was happening in a Catholic church on a regular basis. And everybody thought it was okay. Except for when it wasn't okay. Right. And you didn't know when it wasn't okay. Right. The people that weren't willing to go along with that. Yeah, and you've got, you know, you've got a, a priest having a, a gay relationship with a grown man. Then you got a priest having a gay relationship, sexual relationship with a 17-year-old uh, lad. Then you got a little child being molested. And sometimes it was all of the above, and it's just, you've got to approach each of those situations in a different way. Right. And I... I think it would be helpful if you didn't have the Catholic Church thinking being gay is is wrong, period. At the same time that there's such a knee-jerk reaction of we can't make this about gay at all because there will be some sort of blanket statement about being gay. Right. I can see there are probably priests and or bishops within the Catholic Church who are very hesitant to blow the whistle on the whole gay thing. Right. And therefore soft on the child-touching thing. New report from the Center for Disease Control. Survey of American adults between 2013 and 2016 found almost 40% of Americans eat fast food on any given day. What? Yes. 40% on any given day? On any given day. You're going to have to define fast food. Is that anything out of a vending machine? Because a lot of people eat something out of a vending machine. I just did. It was healthy, by the way, but is that fast food? Well, they're talking, I think, pretty much about your traditional fast food, not necessarily your vending okay. machine food. I don't believe that that many people go through the drive-thru every day, do they? Sit down. Seems odd to me. But it's awful high. I don't know. What do you think, Michael? Does that ring true to you or what? Yeah, I can see it. Four, yeah. out, of, four out of ten. I, yeah, i got to think about the number of people yeah. I've that I know, or at various times in my life, where it was going to be dang near every day. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner. I know people that go every day through fast food. I know quite a few people do that, the mm. driving lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Boy, especially if they count Starbucks coffee, which they may. They may. You always have to look at statistics on this. They Dang might, old milkshake. They might count. Well, if you get a cup of coffee, it's not. Uh, they might count a cup of coffee at Starbucks as, a dry, mm. as fast food. All right, one last note. The American League wildcard game is going to be played tonight between the Oakland A's and the New York Yankees. 5 p.m. West Coast TBS. Going to be at Yankee Stadium. It's a one-gamer? Win or yep. go home? Yep. Yep. Oh, too stressful. I watched the Cubs and the... Uh, Rockies last night, and I'm, I'm, I'm even just now recovering. I wish I hadn't missed that five-year, inst- a five-hour instant classic. So I will watch A's Yankees tonight, which is almost certain to be a snoozer since I missed the good one last night. There baseball you- playoff baseball is awesome, though. No, oh, yeah, awesome. Man, you got a guy on third base, and the season hangs in the balance. Every pitch is just ah! well, and so tense. And the moves that they make, though, because there's no tomorrow, right? You know, playing, playing, pitching pitchers way past what is healthy and all that sort of yeah. stuff. I mean, sure. I just love that sort of stuff. Yeah, bringing in starters to throw to one guy. Right. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Come on, Birdie. And both teams were uh, getting to the end of their bench, too. The Cubs, I think, had played their last position player. They had nobody left on the bench. God, you see, you're getting down to the guy that didn't think he was going to play at all, and he, the whole season is on him. Right, right. Yeah, and they had uh, their, their their last catcher uh, came up with a leg cramp and couldn't even stand and was trying to work it out and everything. And the announcers are talking about, 
You know, I understand a left fielder played a little catcher in high school, you know, and that sort of thing. And <laughs> awesome. They're thinking, oh, no, oh, no. But it, it didn't happen. Shows you the value of a, a player like the Buster Posey, who in one game in college played all nine positions on the field. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. Like on a lark? I, I believe so. A stunt, kind of? It's hard to believe it was for need. Uh, yeah, good point. Yeah. I want him to grab a fan out of the stands at random. Well, if you're sitting in seat 202. My favorite sports story all time was the Chicago Blackhawks right down the road from Wrigley Field where their starting goalie was injured. Their backup guy gets injured uh, during the game. The first guy injured in warm-ups. Second guy during the game. They had to bring the emergency goalie out of the stands where he was eating hot dogs, <laughs> strap the gear on him, and told him, get out there. And he, and he, and he uh, allowed no goals in seven minutes. Love it. <laughs> Love it. A's Yankees tonight. I'll watch that. Oh, You're yeah. listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We haven't mentioned it for a couple of hours. Probably worth restating since there's some rumor that the FBI report might come out today. Um, and everybody believes it will either be released or leaked. It only takes one senator, I think. Would this be correct? That only one senator needs to say, I think it ought to be out there. So here it is. It's not classified, is I don't. It? I don't know how that works. You know, I, I, hmm, it's inevitable it's going to come out because somebody's sure. going to selectively leak a chunk that serves their purposes. Somebody else will say, wait a minute, and release a different chunk that serves their purposes. Sooner or later, it'll all come out. And a lot of like private citizens who were just going about their lives and didn't want nothing to do with any of this are going to have their names and addresses uh, in the public and on Twitter and in the savagery of social media in what I think will be a very unfortunate way. But anyway, we mentioned this earlier in the show. So the uh, the woman that claimed the gang rape parties were going on that one summer, I feel like she's been thoroughly, thoroughly discredited. Between the NBC interview and her ex-boyfriend coming out. Yeah, that was the Avenatti gal, right? That's the yeah. Avenatti girl. I think that one is completely over. Um, I haven't heard much about uh, penis in the face woman. Um, can we go with uh, the uh, YPWI, like I refer to it? What does that sound The Yale penis-wagging incident? I haven't heard much about her, so she might still be out there to some extent. Mm, no, she no, was on no. the floor drunk and slurring her words and doesn't remember anything. And and that was the gal who asked classmates. I don't remember who it was. Was it Brett Kavanaugh? So, and so, come on. Ford is still in play. Her ex-boyfriend from 20-some years ago, but... Um, Which is a lot more recent than the allegation. Right, but still a long time ago. Oh, I know. I know. Because can somebody come up with anything that's less than 30 years old with this stuff? Even in the 2000s at all. Please. This century. But uh, his her boyfriend, Ford's boyfriend from the 90s, says we flew places all the time. And she never mentioned anything about being... A claustrophobic. Right. So. Not only that, but I saw her coach a friend on how to deal with polygraph exams. How meaningful is that? I don't know, but Chuck Grassley, who's the chair of the committee, said he thinks it's relevant. So yeah, we'll and see. they've demanded uh, the polygraph records and videotapes if they exist, and the therapist's notes, which were allegedly showed to the 
now, Washington right. did, Post. Did the FBI, had the FBI talked to this ex-boyfriend, or did they read about it in the paper and say, well, I guess we need to go out to California and talk to that dude? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm judging by the conversation we had with an ex-agent earlier this morning, where they'll go a couple, two, three people deep. But I, I pointed out that, well, what if her, his, so this is the ex-boyfriend of a Dr. Blasey Ford, what if his ex-girlfriend says, oh, he's a load of crap, he lies all the time. And then her ex-boyfriend says, I wouldn't believe anything she says about him because she's a tweaker. You know, how, how far do you go? Well, the agent said, you're not going to go more than like five deep because then it's just rumors. Right. Um, so we'll see how it turns out. And everybody will think what they thought before and yell at each other. Something to look forward to. What would your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend say from 20 or 30 years ago? Who knows? Good Lord. I never Shudder dated to think. Him. <laughs> First, they would refuse to admit on camera that they dated him. Right. right. You can't prove that. This is under oath. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I've gotten a special request for Joe Getty's real or fake racism. Uh, racist graffiti discovered inside a men's bathroom at Sacramento City College, a very woke college. Uh, written in black marker, men's room uh, mirror includes swastikas and hate language using racial slurs with the words kill them all written in the corner of one mirror. Other messages include time to fight back and hashtag MAGA on the side of the stall as photos posted on social media show. Uh, many students, um, including... Uh, Sac City College Black Student Union President Joshua Robinson are angry at the school for not handling the incident with urgency. Is the school reporting this as a federal crime to the FBI to start investigating neo-Nazis or Ku Klux Klan out here in Sacramento? Robinson said, or are they letting it slide and sweeping it under the rug? That needs to be addressed. I would say this bears all of the hallmarks of fake racism. It is a woke activist who... Uh, is uh, angry about racism, but doesn't think there's enough to get people's attention, so supplied some. The inclusion of MAGA, right? time to fight back, pretty fake o- racism always has that these days. Pretty over the top. So I stand ready to be corrected, as always, but I suspect fake. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody to wrap up the show. I say, Marshall Phillips, lead us off. Well, i got to tell you, the painkillers are wearing off, so I'm off to the dentist. Send good thoughts, please. Get them all pulled. (laughs) Who needs them? It's not helpful. Michelangelo, your final thought? Yeah, today Marshall said 40% of us eat fast food on a daily basis. i got to admit, I've got a pizza craving, so pizza get in my belly. It's probably time for my weekly run through the McDonald's. Two cheeseburgers, no onions. Yeah. Oi. Positive Sean, do you have a final thought for us? Yes, as is, today is laundry day, I will be doing the next stage in my ongoing scientific research proce- project that I hope to get published. Dryer sheets. Are we sure they do anything? <laughs> I'll report more tomorrow. <laughs> Fabulous. Jack, do you have a final thought for us? My final thought is the two latest. I mean, these are within the last couple of minutes. So, Dr. Ford's friend from back in the 90s, who she supposedly helped with the polygraph exam, says that that never happened. No! And now three Republican senators say the president shouldn't have said that stuff about Ford last night at the well, rally. clearly shouldn't have. It just doesn't help anything. I wouldn't hope you'd keep Kavanaugh off the court because the president used that judgment. And my final thought is we've all been obsessed with the Kavanaughscopy for now, gosh, a couple of weeks. Um, here's a headline for you. France blames Iran for foiled Paris bomb plot. 
the rest of the world is still happening. And there will be big stories that concern us all uh, coming out soon, I'm sure. So France says Iran was behind an attempt to blow up something in Paris? Exactly. That's not a minor deal. Yeah. They were going to specifically blow up Iranian opposition groups in Paris. Yeah. So France has accused Iran of... uh, Bombing, wanting to bomb France on their own soil, obviously. You go to war over stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have the video and the links to the fake academic papers that were so great, exposing all the bias and silliness in social sciences. Man, if that FBI report comes out, we'll we'll be talking about tomorrow, won't we? We'll see you then. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. We apologize for our stupidity. And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. The show's over. What? Bye-bye. My father gave me a small loan of a million dollars. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West. Hey there, all you lovely listeners. Let's dive into this latest release that is going to suck the life out of you in the best way possible. So listen up, because the Womanizer Next 3D Pleasure Air Stimulator, available from Pink Cherry, takes pleasure to a whole new dimension, literally. Imagine taking the speed and intensity of the original groundbreaking pleasure air technology combined with new climax control, so you can control even the depth of the airwaves. The 3D Pleasure Air technology offers a deeper, richer sensation that might just transport you to another universe of pleasure. The Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry, is the only toy that allows you to take complete control of your orgasm journey with fully customizable speeds, intensities, and depths. Made from soft-touch silicone, a fully waterproof body, and smart silence technology, you can enjoy pleasure anywhere, anytime. So what are you waiting for? Ditch the doll and enjoy unparalleled pleasure from the Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry. Visit PinkCherry.com and save an extra 20% off with code NEXT. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. 
From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.